on the solution engineering side, it's involved in that sales cycle. So you're performing some of that initial discovery, learning a little bit more about their process, unraveling some of that pain that they have with their current tools. And then from there, executing on those tailored demonstrations, proof of concepts, trials, uh, to essentially get that customer to say yes from a technical perspective. And for me, that's really what the, the SC is, is really designed to do, is to get them to say yes from a technical standpoint. Hey everyone, George Soto here, and you're tuning into Demo Diaries. Today I'm joined by David Ohonen, who's a senior sales engineer at Workiva. How are you? I'm doing well, thanks. How are you? I'm doing great. Thank you so much uh, for taking the time to chat today. Very much appreciate it. Yeah, thank you. Uh, why don't you take a quick second to you know introduce yourself? Tell us a little bit about your career background and how'd you get into like sales engineering. Yeah, so we'll go back about 11 years. So out of, out of school, uh, I started out with PricewaterhouseCoopers, and I spent about five and a half years there in external audit. And then one day I got a phone call from Workiva. Uh, it was actually for a, a different role than eventually what I ended up uh, accepting, uh, but never really thought to work in, in tech. It was never really on my radar. I had a couple friends that worked in sales uh, and, and so I thought, hey, give it a shot. Um, you know, it's up and coming. And uh, so I accepted the interview and went through the process and flew up to our headquarters in, in Ames, Iowa. And it had that Google campus feel. It, it had, uh, you know, uh, uh, all the glass, uh, two cafeterias, the cool atriums, the game room. Uh, it just had that, that vibe, that culture that you knew you wanted to work for. So right away, I, I took the job and started out as a solution architect in our services organization. So I, I first joined Workiva about five and a half years ago, uh, where I was actually performing the implementations into our software. And the company was really looking to expand their presence and, and pull folks from industry. We were just starting out in our audit risk and compliance solutions, and they, they realized they, they needed some experts from the field. So I was brought in. I just had to learn the technology. I knew how to speak to the customer, but uh, I needed to learn the technology, but we do a fantastic job at, at onboarding. And so I spent about four years uh, in our services organization, made my way up to senior manager. And then uh, I, I started to be involved more and more in the sales conversation. And, mm -hmm. and so it just it lit that spark. I, I wanted to be involved in, in growing the business. And, and so when an opportunity presented itself, I applied for it and luckily enough was given the opportunity to, to join our solution engineering group to be part of that sales cycle. And so I've been in that role for about the last year and a half. Awesome. Now the distinction between solution architect and the say solutions engineering is more, perhaps you can like, you know, unpack that a little bit for folks out there. Cause I know the titles sometimes are, uh, are different at different organizations. Definitely. So in that role, I, I was working with customers that had already signed. So they've, mm. uh, they're really looking to start out. So we get involved in that onboarding process. And so from there, we'll, we'll perform that detailed discovery with the customer, understand all of their requirements and those expectations from that sales cycle. And then we're responsible for actually building it. So we'll actually take customer content and transition that, build that out in our Workiva platform 
and prepare them for that that go live experience. Mm. Gotcha, gotcha. And then on the solution engineering side, it's involved in that sales cycle. So you're performing some of that initial discovery, learning a little bit more about their process, unraveling some of that pain that they have with their current tools. And then from there, executing on those tailored demonstrations, proof of concepts, trials, uh, to essentially get that customer to say yes from a technical perspective. And for me, that's really what the, the SC is, is really designed to do, is to get them to say yes from a technical standpoint. You know, pre-sales seems to be like gaining a ton of traction lately and you'll see you know of course tools like ours and then there's you know a variety of different uh, other platforms that are uh, popping up these days that are helping you know a variety of different use cases for the pre-sales professional why do you think that's the case based on your experience and you've been doing it for quite a while now I think with with pre-sales, we we have we are a very unique part of that process where we are one of the only roles in the organization that has that technical expertise, but yet also has that customer interaction. And so by having both of those, we are seen as an extremely key role in that process. And with a, a, a competitive landscape, I mean, there are companies popping up left and right. So the competition is only getting more fierce. And so uh, a pre-sales professional is extremely important to help differentiate your product and to really lead customer to to that value by by adopting your solution. And so I think because of that uniqueness and kind of handling both sides, we are tasked with a lot. And our role is is extremely important to the success uh, of, of that sales cycle and essentially to, uh, you know, get to the customer to a point where they can understand and see the value of your product and envision themselves sitting using it and, and really gaining all of those benefits. Now, from a career track perspective, what is some of the, the paths that you've seen within the sales engineering role? And, you know, what are some of the differences between like a senior uh, SE versus like someone who's more junior yeah, so from a, a career like trajectory perspective, you know, I started out in our services organization. So I had the benefit of really understanding the technical side, how to build in our platform. And so I was able to leverage that experience and to help me tailor some of those demonstrations on, on the sales side. Uh, and so at, at our company and, and colleagues of mine at, at other companies, you know, I hear that a lot. I hear that as a natural progression from services. Uh, get it, you know, understanding how the, the platform works, getting comfortable there, and then transitioning into, you know, growing, uh, assisting and growing the business. But then once you're in an SE role, uh, I, I've had colleagues that, that have left for a variety of roles. A couple months ago, a colleague of mine just left to go into product management. Uh, I've had colleagues go into product marketing. Uh, I've had folks or, or friends of mine that have uh, gone into actually be sales reps. So really, uh, it's a very high profile job. And by with that exposure, you're re- really able to go out and do a lot of different things if solution engineering, you know, isn't your long term path. Yeah, so, and that's and what I've your, been hearing. And then to your question about like what a senior does versus what more someone junior does, I would say like early on in the role, you're really focused on supporting your sales rep, really supporting that sales cycle. Um, 
you know, gaining that expertise and executing discovery, taking that discovery, executing on those tailored demonstrations, really focused on that opportunity support. But I would say as you become more senior in the role, that's when you start to, you know, gain a lot of those side projects, uh, working with product marketing, working with product to uh, build out new use cases, uh, starting to develop those talk tracks, those storyboards, building out those demonstrations for, for new solutions that the company is looking to uh, go to market with, as well as all of those other initiatives you know, across the board with helping to mentor uh, some of the younger folks on your team, uh, starting to work across the organization with a lot of internal uh, initiatives. So you start to develop outside opportunities uh, you know, in addition to that opportunity support. Got it. Makes sense. Do you folks by any chance have any like demo engineers? We've been seeing that particular role pop up over the last, you know, couple years now. And you see companies like Slack and uh, Alassian and they, they title it differently, the, the particular okay. role there, but Salesforce. Do you have anything like that? We, we don't. We don't. So, so and the way that we work is we actually work in a, in a shared demo environment. So uh, we realized when everyone sort of had their own demo environment, we, we had to apply those updates several times. Everyone had to, it's almost like they had a second job and applying. So we're, we're never changing. I mean, we have daily releases for our software. So you could imagine the upkeep in a, in a demo environment for that. So we actually transitioned from our team having their own demo accounts to a shared demo environment. That's been much more streamlined, much more efficient uh, to, to apply those updates and really get those out to uh, the market quickly. And so we, we don't have demo engineers. We, we are responsible for all of that, but we have consolidated some of those efforts over time to make that a little bit more manageable. Got it. Got it. Makes sense. And in terms of like performance, any sort of best practices or, you know, tips that you would give folks around really being able to track performance across all the various types of SEs? Yeah. So from a performance standpoint, um, you know, we, we definitely have personalized goals in addition to how we're tracked and, and really monitoring, you know, individual sales numbers, uh, but also department-wide sales numbers. And we get pulled in a lot of different directions. We get pulled to help support partner opportunities. So outside of, of the sales reps that we support, we definitely support a lot of other initiatives, which is why that overall department number is so important for us because we are spread thin across a lot of different uh, opportunities. Uh, with regard to like our, our goal setting process is that it, it's very personalized. Um, and so every quarter we, we revisit our, our goals that we set at the beginning of the year. And th those can span across, you know, the day-to-day -day job, um, you know, supporting your, your sales representative, how you execute on discovery, how you execute on your demonstrations. Do you want to uh, evolve from a technical standpoint? So that day-to-day -to, -day to do your job, of course, is part of that, but also it's, it's where do you want to take your career? What do you want to gain more experience in? And a lot of those as you become more senior, a lot of those outside opportunities outside of that day-to-day, -day, uh, we try to um, match those to, to where you want to, to take your career. So it, it's really a, a mixed bag of your personal goals and where you want to take your career, where you want to improve uh, and how you, you do your job, but also some of those um, you know, outside opportunities for some of the longer-term objectives that, that you want to get to. 
Now, are there any particular tools if you were to think of like your, you know, sales engineering stack uh, that you leverage today? Yeah, and, and I would say that from a technical standpoint, we, we have a lot of proprietary um, features that, that we, we have to learn. So uh, whether it be report writing in our platform, whether it be uh, the code that we build our model off of, essentially where we we, we map our the, the data to to structure all of that in our platform. So a lot of that proprietary work just it takes time. That's not something you're going to learn overnight, but it's absolutely critical to to do uh, to do the job well. Uh, and then learning some of the you know the CRM tools out there. Uh, we we use Salesforce, so of course being savvy there. Uh, and being able to record all of that activity, I, I think, is only going to uh, help things. Now, are you generally working on like opportunity or account records? Yes, exactly. Gotcha. Are there any particular sort of like workflows or sections dedicated to the uh, sales engineering team? Yeah, so mainly what we're responsible for are those opportunity assists. So that, that's also where we'll, we'll gain a little bit more of an understanding as to the background on the customer, understand the solutions that they currently have, understand the key players involved in the conversation, and just help you get comfortable going into uh, that, that meeting. But really what we're responsible for is that opportunity assist entry. And that's where a lot of our metrics are tracked. In addition to uh, quotas and, and how well we're doing there, it's also meetings we're taking on. And that's, that's how our management knows, you know, are we being overutilized, underutilized? Do we need to add on headcount? So taking all that information will helps to, uh, you know, assist in, in that process. Awesome. David, thank you so much. Just a, you know, one last question that I had in regards to scaling a sales engineering team. When, uh, when do you know it's ready, right? Like it's ready to, to take to the next level and start to scale that team. Yeah. And I, I think there it's, it's the maturity of the organization, starting with the, the sales organization, as you start to add reps, that's going to mean more opportunities and, uh, you know, your, your SE team can only support so much. Uh, I would also say that uh, when I say maturity of the organization, I also mean developing of that partner network. So uh, they also require support. So outside of the opportunities with your reps, a growing team there, uh, as you bring on more partners, uh, our team is also responsible for, for helping assist in that process where partners are bringing our product to their clients. And, and so we're part of that as well. So it's really monitoring the trends and monitoring headcount in those other organizations and being able to track that activity so that we can appropriately meet that demand. Awesome. David, thank you so much. And by the way, kudos on the rebrand. It looks freaking awesome. I really love the colors. It, it feels very fun. So uh, that's awesome. If folks want to, yeah, you're welcome. If, uh, if folks want to follow you on social media, maybe learn more about Workiva or perhaps any you know, career opportunities that, uh, that might be popping up, what are some good uh, you know, social handles or URLs to reach you? Yeah, please connect with me on LinkedIn. Uh, my name is David Ahonen, and please feel free to, to message me. I would love to, to connect with you and just to uh, talk more about your career and, and where you want to take things. Uh, I'm here to, to provide that advice. So, yeah, thank you for the opportunity. Absolutely. Well, have a wonderful day, and thanks so much. Yeah, thank you. 